This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. Hockey, yeah, yeah. My favorite. It's Judd's Hockey Show. Welcome to another episode of Judd's Hockey Podcast. Lindsay Declan, Judd Zolgad. All right, let's start with it. Well, we have to. We have to announce. We have. This is the first one with the rebrand. This is a very exciting oh, score day. Score North. Score North. Score. You know I'd like to be excited about it, but that stupid bleeping hockey team across the way here allows me no excitement. Jeez. This is fair. Hey, you came on pretty excited to intro the show too. <laughs> no, I mean it's just crap. It's yeah. just crap. This is so crystal clear. Yeah. This is tear it apart. Yeah. Paul, Craig, stop being stupid. <laughs> tear it apart. This is just dumb. We're. With, this is the. Here, I've got it right here. All right. Um, we're, in your notes, yeah. your scoring official notes. Yeah, scoring. They start off. They start off what one and four, and so you're like, okay, they're not that good. Okay, uh-huh. that's fine. That's fine. They're just bad. Then yep. they go on a big run, and then they. I, okay, I'm going to set you guys up with this because this drives me up the mother bleeping wall, and this is such BS. We're starting on the line, very yeah. close to the line. I like it. Saturday night after these guys absolutely stink out the building against Detroit, which has... Who are the, awful. Yeah, exactly. Now, awful. And, and don't tell them, oh, but they played well. Okay, they did. Yeah. They did. I it don't care. It doesn't matter. They're still but bad. Thank you. Yes. Um, <laughs> Dubnik, honest to God, has the audacity to say essentially something along the lines of, we're not going to think about this one, or we don't put a lot of stock because this is so unlike us. Is it? No, it's you in a nutshell. Yeah. yeah. It's you and your team. It's crazy that I didn't know those post-game comments. And actually, when I was watching that game last night before Dubnik was pulled against Philly when uh, he let in another goal with about five seconds left in the period, I tweeted, I think that Bruce should just let him stew in it and just sit there and get pissed. Because there's different lessons that you can learn from each one, and there's different ways you can handle you know, goalie situations. If I were them last night, I would have made him sit and stew in it because he's been absolute dog crap the last couple games. And it's not even like – and I've watched the goals – He's like there, but you can just tell he's like puppeteer collapsing into his own. own now saves. people said he wasn't that bad against Detroit. You think he, he was? He was. There was a bunch of goals that were not his. They're not essentially like you should have them, but they're. You look at it as percentages. Like if it's a cross crease pass and a one timer on a power play, what's the chance you're probably going to make that save? Like five percent. But you have different, just based on you know where people are shooting from on the ice, what type of shot. There are le- at least two goals last night where it's like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. The, oh the my god, it was bad. What but, do you think? but this is also this goes so goes so far beyond your goaltender. This is yeah. once again, this is them. I mean, this is Paul Fenton has to tell Craig, Craig, this isn't a playoff team. Just 
stop. Yeah. Like, stop. And I know that they, the Western Conference, which I was totally wrong, I thought was going to be good, and it's pretty much dog crap. Yeah. It's pretty much everybody so, at the middle. Yeah. I was wrong yeah. about that. But nonetheless, you really want to make the playoffs for the sake of, of making Make the playoffs it. as an eighth seed and get bounced again. This oh, roster to make it for the ticket sales and for the refreshments, no though. He, no, he, no, he does. But I'm yeah. saying yep. if you're Fenton, you don't. Yeah, right. Oh, for sure. And, you and this roster, w- there's two things at work here. I do think that there's some components of the roster that can be stripped off and traded and, and get you draft picks or something. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is that people have to realize, and perhaps it's, it's in the uh, spring or summer, I, I should say, I guess, the roster has to be broken up. Like, you've got to get rid of guys for the sake of it, this just doesn't work. So you're saying more than tweaks. <laughs> yes. Oh. Shut up, change. I don't I, Get them out. I want, I, I told you last week, I want these guys gone. I don't care. I, well, not everyone. I don't, I don't want to just throw away. Well, you, want, you, say, you still are in on Dubnik. Uh, I'm still in on Dubnik, okay, and I'm, and I'm still clarifying. in. That, and Lindsay's right about trading. You've got to trade him. We'll see. We'll see if that it works. GM GMB over we'll see. here says it all. Uh, but he but if value, I think. but if, if if it's Coyle and Nino, I don't care what the return is. Let's start cutting the salary, trim the fat. I'm not looking for a big return there. Stall or Grandlin, they might be able to bring you something right. worthwhile back. But the but the trimming has to start very very soon. What's going on with Grandlin? Trimming. Uh, yeah, what's he's a that? different dude he's out got, there. Well, he's been he was, and this is not an excuse. A few weeks back, they said he was clearly hurt. He didn't practice a few yep. times. I think he didn't practice in Montreal. He, yep. has, he has one goal in 20 games. Mm-hmm. He has two points in seven games this month. I do think Grant uh, Stahl has been, what, Stahl's uh, he's a ghost. Goal. He's a ghost out Something's there. Up. Something's up. One he goal looks in 14 games. One goal in 14 games. Stahl? He, he looks yeah. slow, yeah. But um, you know what? When it, i got to be honest. When it comes to Nino... And those guys, I really don't care what they do now. Now, th- those are guys I want gone before training camp. But I think that, that they can help you miss the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, there, I'm there is about, a point to be th- – that is keep, a point. I want to keep the guys who are playing like dog crap. Stahl has not been good, but I think he could get you something. So – I think his is more of a product of the team that he's on, not necessarily of the skill and what he has left in the tank. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, Dubnik can be traded. Yeah. Stahl can be traded. They they both have no trade clauses, but I think that they have teams that they can be traded to. You can modify. And and technically, anybody, even with a no movement clause, you can ask them to waive it. It's just that you have to ask them. Yeah. And same with with Suter and Parisi. Whether or not they would say yes, that's up to them. But you can ask, technically. But this is why, you know, when when they came back then, the last bird, they lost at Chicago a bad game, I think, right after they Mm -hmm. got uh, some time off. And they came back and lost at Chicago. And then they came back up just like they always do and played well. And that's why you just said to yourself, well, just wait. And <laughs> you started a stretch on Saturday of what? Detroit, uh, Philadelphia, yep. terrible team. Yep. Kings, Kings are ha- having – I think the Kings now that the Flyers beat the Wild last night are the worst team points-wise in the league. Yep. yep. The Ducks who have lost, what, 11 11 straight. And they have the same amount of but points this as the is Wild so, now. But is this not the Wild in a nutshell? Oh, yeah. yes. Like, oh, stretch of games against teams that Beat you can- Toronto. Beat Toronto in exactly. their building exactly. in front of the children Although, and ruin their day. But. The, the goal seven seconds in, that's the thing is this team, if you watch this team, it, this team is like Kirk Cousins. From afar at times, you're like, oh, that's pretty. those stats are pretty good. Are those wins, right? right? Yeah. But when you watch this team consistently, the flaws, you see them. Toronto, seven seconds in, you're, you're also like, okay, that is you. Well, right, and that leads to my other thing is that I did some deep some research because I noticed things like when – 
teams get when we get scored on in the first or last minute of the period, which is technically the worst time to get scored on because those are huge momentum shifters coming out of the locker room or going into it. That's what you remember or start start the game out on. And they've let up a goal in the first or last minute 12 times in the last 15 games. That is nuts. That's a crazy statistic. It is. Yeah. And, it, and it's and that's not including the ones within like 2 minutes. I did I did and I cut it off after a minute. And I think that's a huge telling sign for this yeah. team is that for stretches they do look like they dominate a period where they give up one shot yes. for an entire period. But then you have these just little micro breakdowns that lead to goals and I don't know if it's just that they're not getting the saves that they usually get. Like that's a way Far too many of those given up. Like maybe that's a half number if Dubnik's playing at his top or if everybody else is on the same page. But either way, that's a lack of focus. That's a lack of finish. That's a lack of of effort in a lot of different ways. In the last minute, that's when you should be busting your butt mm-hmm. regardless because you're either trying to make something happen or you're ba- just trying to play prevent defense to go with your you know football metaphor where it's just everybody knows it's kind of a standard hockey person you know rule. And they just they cannot get. I don't know what it is. They, they love to stand around. Yes, they yeah. love yeah. No, no group of of adult males <laughs> likes to stand around as much as these guys. Except for the except when except people are in line stool, at the dome yeah. at yeah. the urinal troughs. Yeah. Maybe at they the urinal troughs. Me at the bar. But there's a point to that. Mm-hmm. Yes. And there's a point to that. Yes. yes. yes there's there no is. point to being <laughs> to putting a pair of hockey skates on your feet and standing there. That's true. They do. That's that's fair. It's and incredible. and you can't do that as on any level, let alone a professional level. But that's one of your main things. It's like hockey prides itself as being the game that you have to play every second. There's no running time. There's no whatever. You play every tone to the last thing. And it's right. just they're not doing it right now, and it shows. You can show that they're kind of they're losing it. Yeah, and there's a lot of, there's there's empty statistics with the team, right? I mean, especially Granlin. Granlin's still on pace to get seventy one points. I mean, he's on a little dry spell right now, but seventy one points. That's he has that's the same a career of high right now. Yeah, yeah it's, that he had it, last year at this point. And and he's he's shooting the puck. He's had he's it just I don't know if it's not getting the right shots on net, and you know the 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 old narrative of quality versus quantity, but there's something up with him too. And and watching Stall, you you see him. It, it's almost like his hands are frozen. I mean, it's it's his feet it's, are too. it's he takes forever to wind up to hit the slap shot. Some something and well, we called this with Stahl. Yeah, like, like last regression year, was on Stahl. Was on it, yeah. Stahl's regression in Carolina, and, and then he was traded to New the York. Rangers late in that yeah, year for and, that playoff run. And he was awful and did so bad at center that they actually Moved shifted him to wing. Yeah, awful. When they signed him, I said, "Okay, this is a gamble." Now it, pay, you know what, it paid off. Yeah, because yeah. the contract it was, was cheap. arguably the signing but, of the season. But this is this is why, if you're a savvy GM in this league, you got to pick your places to trade guys mm-hmm. because I'd still trade him. His value is decreasing rapidly. But at his age, last year, you would have to be a complete moron to look at last year and be like, oh, "That's repeatable." <laughs> like we all looked at that and like, "Well, that's really good," but you ain't doing that again or close. He was going to get old. He was getting old. Mm. He found the fountain of youth for what a, a year and a half or two years, basically. And yep. now that and now that's it. But that was and the the Granlin thing that drives you crazy is nobody disappears like him because when he's playing well, oh yeah, you he's notice so every shift. apparent, right? And then when he's when he's not playing well, you it's it's like is he in the lineup tonight? You have no idea. But this is this to me comes down to and it has for a few years now with this team, and it's so it's easy. It's chemistry. 
Mm-hmm. These guys together don't work. Yeah. Like they don't work. Or they have to be tinkered with so much to basically every week it seems that there needs to be a some line needs to be completely revamped because they're so stagnant. And then you get another line going, but then it needs to be broken down to help bring the other ones up. It's just there's it almost always seems that there's two guys working and one guy not, but the team is always one guy away from everything fitting together chemistry wise. I think Boudreaux did a great job of kind of reining in the Madonnas, the you know, the suitors, the the Prizes do a little bit, but now it, it it's reminding especially these last two performances, it's reminding you of that yo collapse and that what led to the yo firing. I mean, how you you blow a two goal lead, you're allowing seven goals to the worst team in the NHL. This is, it's almost freaky that it's like, you're going to get this poor coach fired. It doesn't feel toxic like it did that when Not they fired bad. Yo. Correct. But there there was more of a narrative around like an us versus them, meaning like the team versus the coach. And I don't get that same vibe with them now. Yep, I think true. Bruce has certain guys that try and push him. Like it's very clear that Dubnik basically says, I'm starting. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And, and so I think, but I also think this is a group, I believe, its core group is a group of petulant school children yeah. who, who will Tell push us how you really feel. Who, who will push Jeez. who will push the coach as far as they possibly can. And yo Mike was a younger guy. Yeah. First job, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they pushed him right off the damn cliff. Mm-hmm. And they could. They Bruce they can't. Like I right. they, they push Bruce but Bruce will push back. Right. And Bruce is a good coach. Well, he handled Ovechkin for how many years? Exactly. So they know, right. so they're pushing yeah. him, but no, they're not young Ovechkin but at this, that. I don't think it's a I don't think this is a group of dumb players. No. I, I think they're lazy. I don't think they're dumb. And I think the issue is that they will push him as far as they possibly can, but because of that, it's just not a good group. There's there's just certain groups of people who you look at and say, "Okay, that there's some talent here and some of right. it works, but it's not going to work together." It was very – I think Fenton was brought in to basically say implode it. The problem is, Linz, to your point, Craig's also saying, well, if we miss the playoffs, I'm going to miss a bunch of gates potentially. But right. it's just it, – at this point, it's not worth it. Well, and the problem is too is that we and then so many members of the media and of the fan base, Fenton is only, what, six months into this. We're how many years into right. this? So there's a little bit of an incentive, at least from our end, be like, let's do things now because right. we've seen it. And I understand why, like, Craig is dragging his feet and why Fenton is allowing – because he's new to town. He doesn't really – he doesn't have the full, like, no with everything. I'm with you on that, yeah. But it just – I think if they don't start moving people out or whatever else, I forget where I read it, but there are team there are teams out there that aren't doing Super Bowl that are experimenting with their power play where they're like they're putting all five forwards out. Yeah. Sure. Why don't we try stuff like that? If yeah. you're not willing to like actually make people move during the season right now, why don't we just get weird and just let people like they already experiment with putting Granlin up at the top at the power play. So let's just make that even worse yeah. and why don't we put it like, you know, let's just keep dousing more gas on the fire. And you know that when Dumba, look, Dumba has a torn pectoral. Can went, torn, not 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 no, sprained, ruptured, ruptured, ruptured. Excuse ruptured. me, ruptured. ruptured. So you know when he comes back, that guy's not going to be able to clap it the way he used to. He's not coming back to the fall. I mean, and if I would, smart, and you know what? Bring him back. You should, you should hold him out. Yes. I at this point, yes, you should absolutely hold him out. And the only thing that I'm asking for, because because the thing about 
Fenton being new and observing, I'm fine with. I really don't right. don't have a problem there. The only thing that I'm saying is that we everybody in charge of that team needs to sit down and say this is not a playoff team. We should not make the playoffs. And and firing Boudreaux would be the dumbest thing possible because this group of yahoos will get a jolt from that, and they'll and they'll come back and well, try and follow and play the, hard. the NHL trend, much like the NFL is, which will hire super young dudes. Yeah, so, and that's not what this mm-hmm. team needs at this point. This t- but the only thing that I I want to see is an awareness that this is not a playoff team. So take the parts that can get you something back. As I said, the guys who are playing like crap, don't trade them. They're going to help you miss the playoffs. Mm -hmm. But get a stall, get a Dubnik, and move them for something. The athletic, somebody, not Russo, somebody nationally did the basically rankings today of prospects that teams have, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, the Russian kid is the only wild guy on that list. Shocking. They had nobody in the world. Juniors, basically, right? Mm -hmm. They they have So they've got nothing. They've got got the Russian who they have to convince to come here, yeah. If you had a group of young players about to come up and you said, okay, we're going to make a run with this group of older guys, but we're going to be fine because next year we got these kids coming or something. Right. But Greenway and Cunnan are here, and that's it. So you're crazy not to completely bail. I agree. It's weird because I feel like the organization has, and it's weird because most professional sports aren't moving this way, but there's some some undue loyalty towards certain players that are reserved for, I don't know, like Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane who have won cups, where it's like you consult them on these decisions. You are loyal to them. They brought you all this success. But it seems like so much of everything the organization's like, they have this just unrelenting loyalty to a bunch of people who have just gotten them not even through one round. One round. That's it. But I agree. I say keep all the S-bombs. Just start putting sealer out there on for your first mm. pair. Just Let's just put weird combos together and see what works. In college, a lot of times you come in as a forward and they'll move you to yep. D and vice versa. Why don't we see what Suter looks like as a wing? Why don't we just go, like, let's just have yeah. fun with it? That's what I say. I, I, I wouldn't mind. Uh, well, it's it's you've kind of seen the evolution of Greenway getting more minutes. Yes. I mean, up until he's playing well too. Up until these last two games, like Coyle, Cunning, and Prezi were great. These last two games, they have been absolutely dog. And Charlie's regressed again yes. at center. And see, but this is the key. Yes, for everybody that always says Charlie's playing great at center. Charlie's a center. Charlie should stay there. The issue is when Charlie goes in the um, crapper again, (laughs) as he's wont to to do at that position, it's Mm -hmm. a big deal. Yeah. Like the responsibilities of that position Mm -hmm. are high enough that if he starts to play poorly as he can and does at times, now it's a really big deal. Right. Well, and I bet he beats himself up about it, too, because he is such a hard worker and he cares a lot. I don't even care. You know what? If Charlie Coyle can help him miss the playoffs, knock yourself out. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, this I, is not a conversation yeah. about. This is a conversation about to me what can be moved to help you, and if if guys can't, if they're actually playing poorly, keep them and then dump them in June or July. I don't care. Certainly different circumstances, but kind of similar to how the Wolves ended up firing Tibbs, where they brought in Ethan Casson. You know, I mean, yes, Taylor gave him the blessing. I'm, I'm sure you know he was involved, but clearly this is way more than just the owner. Oh, the owner says I can't do it. Well, I think you have to get get the entire executive management team. Kind of together, get the, at least the top heads Fenton's together. Fenton's the first piece of and, to basically push right. the dominoes down. And yeah, he's definitely the bridge, the guy that, that that moves them all around. But you need everyone needs to sit down and kind of realize, hey guys, and, and you've said it before, this was a core we tried and it just didn't work. Yes, and and there's nothing wrong with admitting and that I, and it I didn't think, work. I think Fenton will get approval to strip it apart in the summer. Mm-hmm. What I want is approval to trade the pieces that you can trade 
by by February 25th at the deadline yeah. because you can't look at your system and have nothing there basically right and be okay with with that and be tied with what four or five teams at 47 points the conference and the problem is they're they're going to be like well the conference isn't that good so we got a real chance exactly but this is this is the quicksand that this franchise has been in for how long now five years five years and just think and we didn't know it at the time but it's basically been five years right and right now they're at sitting at 47 points which is the same amount of points at edmonton anaheim vancouver so all these like little dipsy doodles and those rare rare occasions that they make it to a shootout which they never do this year apparently or overtime or any of that stuff but you were realistically looking at a 2-3 game where you say, no, we're going to just gut it out for two or three games and really try. That could be the difference between drafting at like 15 and 20. So that could also be the difference of like getting Eric Carlson and like someone else. He was picked like 15th. Yeah. And getting, and that's the thing. It's, you could say, oh, it's just one game. A lot of, a lot of people who are non-hockey people say, oh, they play so many games. They don't matter. Like you, like you've said it before in the past. Yes. We're getting to the point of the season where this is going to matter, where these little points, especially when they place really well against like their own their own division. Would they you, they play really well absolutely. against the Central. The Winnipeg Jets, they're three. They're winless against right. the Metropolitan this year. Yeah, but yeah. they but that's the thing is like you need to not only focus on losing, but losing the correct games where you're gaining steam on those teams that are also losing in large quantities. And if they just played poorly against bad teams, and you said. Okay, I don't like this, but it's correctable. Like, the right. count, like, the, like yeah. there's a lot there, but they're not playing. Then I think the conversation w- would be different. But we know that this team is so incredibly flawed. As I said, Toronto seven seconds in goal against. That's a big deal. That's a problem. Now you came back and won that well, game. They were down to nothing within the first exactly. five. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, mm-hmm. so the thing that frustrates me about the people who who say it's one of eighty two, it's not football. Who cares? Why is the coach mad? If this team was a good team and had an occasional clunker, I wouldn't give a damn. Like, or okay, if they were a really bad team and had an occasional good game. Right. The, the direct opposite as well. But the reason why the Detroit loss is a big deal is because then you get the Philadelphia loss, and now you're spiraling. You That's lost out to, to Carter Hart, who yeah. is a 19-year-old kid who wasn't even in the AHL to begin this season. And he and he and I don't know if you watched the goals that the Wild scored. Let's be honest; they're not exactly highlight real awesomeness either. And only I mean they're brutal. Eight points yeah. separates a wild card spot from the basement in the West right now. I mean that's four games, right? The that's Saint, that's, that's four Louis, games. The St. Louis Blues, I believe, are four points behind that group of teams with uh, three, points. I, three points. Three points out, right? And now. they've yeah, won. So they've won three in a row. Ugh. They're only six points ahead of Chicago right now, the Wild. And then the Pacific is just you have Calgary, San Jose, and Vegas, and everybody else basically smushed together. So that's the thing is like you're the difference, like wild card spot. Sure, you're within those certain amount of points, but you're also you know, only six points removed from possibly getting a lottery pick. Yeah. A lottery. And we're not talking about 9, 10, 11. We're talking about legit. They are within striking distance of the playoffs and getting a lot, having a legitimate shot of getting Jack Hughes. Legitimate shot. Not Mm -hmm. like small, but a shot. A shot. A shot. Drives me nuts. And I would be much more excited by that than a playoff appearance. Oh, my God. I would start the campaign. I would get T-shirts next week with Score North all over it on the front with Jack Hughes on the back. Score Jack. Score Score Jack. Jack. Score Jack. Jack Score. 
and they need yeah. a plan and they need to commit to it. If they're going to decide yes. that they want to go with the, if they want to say, we're going to make one last run of the playoffs, fine. Just let all of us know just exactly what you're doing so we can measure it. That That's the thing that it's infuriating. That would be such a flawed idea. I know. Like, but, I see what you're saying. But, but, but it's so infuriating because it's like, decide, hmm. pick which one. If you're going to go for it, let's just go but for it. But the players can't. I know, that's but that's what drives me nuts. But I, but for the adult in the room has to say, "You guys are done." Yeah, but the, like but, that's that's. But the ultimate adult is is saying, "Yeah, just we'll say that in front of mom." But what dad says is really what's going. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. the issue. Yeah. It's you're they're paying they're playing they're each other's parents off of each other. It literally. Well, that's is. what they do. Yeah, that's what they did to Yo. That's what they do right. to Bruce. Now Bruce pushes back more than Mike did, but yeah, yeah. I just I don't know. I maybe they can trade with now that Paul Fletcher has had a chance to really assess our core and what we're working with depth wise maybe Philly will be willing to make some sort of a trade now that he has a chance to, to assess everything. I, I think uh, what, what, what if, if we really go on the crapper then we're really not going to play in Dallas for the Winter Classic next year which I really want to have. Declan said he, this is an original idea that he told me just about 20 minutes ago he says what if the Minnesota Wild play against Dallas in the I, Winter Classic. Original thought that he just came up with this morning. How great would that be? <laughs> You really thought you really I, said that? I mean, well, I don't know if it was original. I kind of I read some other. Things I have about it too. I have done some insiding. <laughs> All right, and I have heard from some folks. You do yard work? I yeah, no, no hell no. Didn't rake the leaves. Um, I heard from that the Wild has actually asked the league not to have them be in consideration because shocking because they still think. Craig still thinks that he can get one on January. Yeah, because he doesn't want to shoot He's the shot. Oh my God. He's absolutely wrong. It's such a better bit if he plays, and then they, and like they said, shot. I was giving you crap because this was a thought that everybody else had a couple weeks ago about yeah. playing for the oh, right of the North Star. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't oh, very yeah, nice. just, well, I, knew, I knew it wasn't a risk. I'm yeah. just checking. I just don't want anybody to know to think that I'm someone that I'm not. But but uh, I want to be very clear about my identity. Oh, it'd be great. All right. And they, I think we'd actually travel down there. It'd, it'd be it'd be awesome. Ooh, I'd go travel. down. I'd go to the Cotton Bowl. Yeah, I'd go. We go off. We get all convoy down. I am as unexcited about an outdoor game being played in Texas. <laughs> First of all, I don't like Texas. Second of all, <laughs> second of all, really the Cotton Bowl. Yeah, yeah, Dallas, big deal. Dallas Wild Cotton I, Bowl. I, but this, is, it, is Cotton Bowl in Dallas? Like, where is is yeah, it I in Dallas? Dallas. I, I don't know if it's located in I don't, because Dallas, it was like Dallas Fort out, Worth. It's just outside. Yeah, yeah. Nothing ever really well, makes and sense. The Rangers ballpark. Old and the new one that they're building now, and the Cowboys play in Arlington, which is not far, oh, right. a suburb. But uh, yeah, I guess the Wild still thinks Craig still thinks that he's got a shot at a January first game, which of course he has no shot. Now. Not especially if, if they're about to enter a, a rebuild, certainly not. Well, unless they get Jack Hughes, that there's our ticket to the Winter Classic as well. Gotta, but Craig has to let Paul Fenton run this team. Yeah, I he's got to hand is, over the reins, he's and he's got, yeah. he's got to be like. Paul, yeah. I hired you for this, and if if he doesn't, then if I'm Paul, I'm like you. Why? Why am I here? Yeah, he's he's doing he's doing his job with one hand tied behind his back, but and it's that, possible. But February 25th to me becomes the key date because if Eric Stahl, if everyone is still on this team after that date, then this is as misguided a franchise as you can possibly get. I would put serious money down that on February 26th that there is absolutely no difference of the roster. I'll even make a bet with you right now. I'll it. bet you. I'll bet you five dollars right now. Oh that, wow! That stall. Okay, ten. That stall. Is oh wow! There you go. Ten. Well, I'm not going to bet ten more bu- than that. I mean, five. I don't so take you're money. saying stall, stall only, or just any roster moves? Top nine guys, like basically. <laughs> this is between me and Judd. I'll give you stall. Right. Just stall. Just stall. Fine. Do you want? Do you want to bet straight up? 
No, I'm, I'm staying okay. right out of if this. If you don't, if they don't trade stall by the deadline, then it's irresponsible. Business. All right, ten it's bucks. Bad I don't think. I don't think there's gonna be one I roster change. I would personally trade Dubnik. I don't think they. They will. can't. But they, as much they as we like, it, Declan knows. They, how, they Declan would never do Mr. that. Mr. GM here, they're not doing it. As much as I would it. want them to do that, that's actually it. Probably won't happen because they're everybody's so trigger shy with stuff like that with goalies at the wild or, or no or with the league, league because that because of what happened with like ryan miller a couple of years back oh, those okay. trading for playoff goalies yeah uh, well it makes well, sense I, on okay. paper i'll rephrase i would look very hard around the league mm-hmm. to see if i could get a good deal to build yeah, up and my we, they can move him in the summer too. i wouldn't give him i I'm, I'm not going to give players away right but i think that you take the guys who can get you something and i would explore dubnik yeah long and hard and if and if everybody comes back with a like a B, lo- B prospect that I'm right. out. So low on the cheap wines away, and hold out for away. good ones for the expensive ones. I'm like, not going to, yeah. Yeah, it's, they, there, there's a bunch of different things that they can do with it. But I still, I think that they're not going to change a thing, which it'll be, it'll, it'll, we'll see if it's good or bad, but I will take your $10 for Eric Stahl being on it. Well, they'll rebound team. again. Yep. No, they will. No, watch. They'll, be, they'll beat the we Kings like 8 nothing tonight. Yeah. Or something, or something weird, or they won't. Although I thought they'd beat the, the Flyers six to one. So yeah, same. Yeah, and they yep, got yep, off that two zero lead, and and they're playing Jonathan Quick. Maybe so. they'll give us Wayne Simmons. You know, we'll give them Charlie Coyle. It'll, uh, it'll work out. Uh, Wayne, Sim- Wayne Simmons. The, actually, the rumor I heard this week yeah. on NHL Radio was Nashville. Ooh, I don't mind that. I love that's, that. But Coyle would do it too. But Nashville's he'd fit in. Depleted on prospects. All right, well, All right. Yeah, they, they have to be they close to the cap too, right? Fenton was milking. Yeah, I was helping milk that. I also saw a rumor today about Edmonton, maybe. For yeah, him? There, was for a, Wayne? there was the a desperate. there was and there was a false report that the was TSN, the, the yeah. TSN that he was going to Edmonton. But um, yeah, but yeah, what's the next change that the Oilers could make? Now they've already fired their coach this year. What, like, the, what's their ne- what's their next thing? And what are they going to say? We're going to trade Lucic. Why? Right, and that's and that's who you know we're going to get. You he know, scored two goals yeah. last. You're lying. No, got oh you, my god! You know Lucic is exactly the kind of player that they'll trade for. That they'll try to advertise. I wouldn't mind trade. I wouldn't. You mind know that this is going to happen. Lucic, who's going to? The wild, they'll trade I wouldn't for mind oh, Lucic. No, oh. Fenton, no, you Fenton's not dumb. I hope not. No, he I hope he isn't Bring dumb some Milan great Lucic. in here. Milan, well, Lucic is a relic of the game from eight years ago. <laughs> I agree. No, no, That's, which is exactly why they need him. <laughs> yeah. the king, he was the perfect, when the Kings won the cup, he was the perfect king. Because he did, they didn't win the cup with him. Big type, big type of player. They didn't. I I the they no, they, that was the. the he played he, for the Kings, right? He did, but they well, they got the him perfect... for a late. They got him for that late that late oh, okay. year run, and they ended up missing it, and they rushed quick back. Gotcha. But he was the perfect like Kings player because that Kings team was twenty twelve. Hell Kings yeah, Kings were heavy. Him and DB Dustin Brown just yeah. throwing their weight around. Exactly. Oh yeah, they're absolutely. gonna win six in a row. They're gonna get Lucic, and I, I tell, I'm telling you, it's gonna happen. Right. I would imagine that, that'll put money. I, on. We could use he would he would crack some skulls. He would crack some skulls. You know what? He, he's crap. You said let's lose out and bring players on that help us tank. Bring Lucic in and have him crack some skulls. I thought Declan was He'll fight. talking about to actually try and make you decent. No, why don't we just oh. take more crap? Oh, or... I'm all for taking crap back. Okay, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, let's just completely burn the saying, salary cap to the ground. Talking, I thought you were talking as a decent player. Yeah, no. exactly. Yeah, what is he awful. making? Six and a half mil a year? Probably something, oh my God. something pretty expensive. Let's bring him and David back and we'll fix everything. You know what everything. I want to do? Bring yep. everybody up from Iowa and lose out. Yep. Clues and Rao get a gopher line up here. It'll be great. Tony. Then, well, then it'll be great. Then every our, then we're going to be very small. We don't, and Bruce doesn't like small people. Well, Bruce is going to have to put up with some pain here. Yep, just deal with the fire. Is he? Because I I, I don't, don't want know. him fired, but Bruce is going to have to put up with. I don't either, but he's going to get fired. Bruce is going to. If 
if Boudreaux gets fired during the course of this season, it's one of the dumbest things ever. Yeah, but we're not dealing with rational minds a lot. They're they're going to have to. Might be you don't know that, and right, I don't know but, that. But you're also dealing with the I'm mob with you mentality. Time. You're also dealing with how, you need to right, change but, something for the fans. We're like, we want blood. Right, but we don't it's know easiest blood. But it we is? Don't, but we don't know what Fenton is thinking. To your point from earlier, which is exactly right. right. We just don't know. He's being incredibly. I have no problem with him being patient. I but I have no idea what he's. There's no way that he's thinking that this is a playoff. Well, what if what if. Firing Bruce in the short term looks like crap, but in the long term is the right move. Would you still be okay? What What do you think then? What if he does that to appease some or to put push through some well, other depends decision? On who else you get in here? It depends on is the long term two years from now. What's the long term? I don't know. I mean, I don't think Bruce is going to be around if and when this franchise actually turns a corner and becomes good, like consistently good. Yeah, I don't think Bruce is going to be coach here. I but I just don't think it's fair to fire him during the course of the season because he's not the problem. No. no, he's not. He's not the problem. He's not. No, he's not. But how about, how about Vanek scoring two goals? How I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm the only Gatsman that was offending him when he was here. And I'm still. I still. Oh, you him defended him when he was here. Why? I was not on oh, yeah. that way. Oh, why did you defend him? Because he was playing with Kyle Brodziak, and and I'm guess I know Brodzie's he posted not a little bad. bad. If, I w- it's too bad Matthew Collar's in this other room because if you look at his, anv- his advanced bad, stats, his sure. Corsi stats, they were exactly on par of who he is. He was playing with crap players his entire time here. I get that he coasted a little bit and he relaxed a little longer, yeah. and he was—he's never been a two-way player. Everyone assumed he no, was going to be expect that. I expect right, right. To score some goals. Yeah, correct. And, and he should have shot the puck a little more. I'm not denying that, but he was not as bad as everyone makes him out to be. Was he a first-round pick? Wasn't he a top ten pick? Yeah, he was. A, yeah, he was, oh, that's he was right. Phenomenal. So I would expect more than twenty goals from a top yeah, ten. pick. He got twenty two his first year, and the second year and didn't that, go so well. I don't think the first year he scored until like November. Yeah, I got, get what he, you're he, saying. Yeah. We don't expect him to be Patrice Bergeron, but you could at least expect him to be Andrew Shaw. Sure, you know, or a little bit better. Again, just saying. Don't you know what happened? He got into a room. Well, well, first of all, he got traded from Buffalo to Montreal. Montreal. No, to Islanders. No. Or the Islanders. Islanders, then he said I'm then not going to resign here, then, then they Montreal. sent him to Montreal. And if you recall, he went the Canadians got him and thought that he he was going to help them in a playoff run. Yeah. And he coasted so bad there, they stuck him on the fourth line. Yep. And then the problem here was and and I think I don't like him because he's the poster child for this place. He got in that room here with that group of players and he's like Eh. Well, this is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> no one works. Right, uh, right place, no, right true. time. Right, true. yeah. And true. so, yeah. so I with the hometown, with I'll the hometown yes. pull as yes. well. And he also came here because his wife is from Stillwater, and she wanted to come home. And so he didn't give a damn about the, being here, which is fine. I don't care. But I think he looked at that group of players. He's like, this is the most awesome situation I'm not even ever. The worst. The day. Yeah, exactly. The, they, yeah. It's it's a competition to get out there and say who can skate less tonight. Oh, yeah. Me. He's like, I can fly under the radar, maybe get another yes. contract out of this The bad day boy. before 100%. he signed. That's what was maddening. I, he, I saw him at the patio at Champs and Woodbury at the O. And I said, oh, here he goes. We're going to get him. Yeah. I, he was right we behind me. We all assumed that. Yeah, yeah. I saw him. I said, I think that's Mike Yo. And I could only see the back of a guy and he had a hat on. And I said, I bet that's got to be Vanek. Day later, he signed. I should have broke the story. I could have broke. I could have scooped is, Russo. But, but he, Biggest mistake of my life. But he is. Vanek, I hope so. Vanek is a guy who fit in perfectly with this group because, mm-hmm. again, he's he's basically uh, comes off as a petulant child. And so he's like, Mike, yo, we can push him around as much as we want. Yeah. And that's the story of this group. And that and that's what that's why chemistry wise 
And personality-wise, this goes back to what I said before, which is you've got to break these guys up. They well, yeah, don't they, play, any adversity they they've had, they've had it. To, yeah, exactly. And not in a good way. There's not some good, good rooms and there's some bad rooms. And that's that's the one thing that analytics today and all our discussions about that lose sight of. True. Certain groups of people just don't work together. Well, look at the senators from last year. They had exactly. Eric Carlson, Matt Duchesne, Bobby Ryan, all these other big names, yeah. Matt Hoffman, and they're junk because – one one wife was bullying another, and there's a bunch of other crap going. Oh, they're no chemistry, and they're junk. What a surprise! Exactly. But they have big time names, same type of thing, well, same type of situation. And and for everybody that says captains don't matter, who cares? Koivu's a fine captain. This is why. If you had, can you imagine if Ryan Getzloff walked in that room, he would beat the crap out yeah, of. Well, in the short term, they're right. I mean, Koivu, you, you Koi, play. right. In the you short term, they're one hundred percent right. It doesn't matter for this year. He doesn't oh, have. Right. But but when it's year after year right. after year, and it becomes the culture, and the young talent that you have comes in and realizes, hey, this is how things are going, and builds their habits and their game around the organization that's default. Oh, I wonder why we're having issues. Yeah. Yeah. No, I 100% agree with you. It's just, it's all chemistry. And I think that they work. I don't think it's ever a question of work ethic. At least I think that everybody wants to win. And everybody want, thinks that they're working hard. I don't think anybody's out there just like, what, which way is the wind blowing? Vanek was a little bit. Maybe Van, Well, you said you who want, who <laughs> yeah, was defending yeah. him right. no less than two minutes ago. Yep. Um, <laughs> Still but don't. yeah, it's it's they need to either bring in a player who is like they need an, a common enemy first. They need one. They of those. need they needed it. It's too late now. I yeah, think. it's too late now. But yes, yes but they needed a common ago. enemy where it was either the coach where and then they kept the coach. The old Herb Brooks model where you're like, oh well, if they if they don't you know if they're all hating me, then they're they're all in it together. Or a player in which you band against somebody else who's being cancerous or whatever that, else, and they haven't had that. That's why. And, and I'm glad we got Bruce, but when when Torch got let go, I actually was on the board with Randy Carlisle because even though he's a POS, no. I thought he's but but he's a collection that he could either whip him into shape and or they band together to hate him. You, you know, you what could I, say that they could do the same thing with Bruce though. It's just that it, they haven't been tested the, to that point. I don't think the coach can do it. No, I think this is the I think this is three or four years back. You had to trade for a complete hard ass captain. Or hired John Tortorella. And and you know what, though? I think this group is petulant enough that that, that no, no matter who the coach is, Carlisle, Tortorella. They're saying they're too much. That, they would, that they would just push the person as far as, as they could. And I don't think yelling and screaming bugs them. Like, I, no. like if you go in there, I used to think it might. I don't think it does now. Well, it comes I, down I think, to fear and the I actual the, threat. I think the only solution would have been, and this is hard to do, to find a real ca- a real captain Mm-hmm. And basically, after every game, beat a player up. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. No, well, it no, comes I mean, down to accountability, I mean, like what Columbus what did with Bobrovsky last week. Same thing. They made him sit. To pick a name, what would have happened if, if instead of instead of sort of, I don't know what Coil and that group became, but it, it was as if the Parisi and and Suter group at one point a while back made them outcasts, which is what yes. you talked about. Yeah. What would have happened though if those guys, if you had had a real captain there who had seen that crap and been like. Taking control, or or not even a captain have like uh, who, it's blank on the name Patrick Marlow. What he what he's done up there in sure. in Toronto, where he's basically adopted us and Matthews and Mitch Marner. Where it's like the age difference could not be more right. wide, but yeah. they, he hangs out with the family, and he's not even a captain. He was a free agent guy. It just comes down to those few guys, those guys get it. right? Those guys get it, and they don't have anybody in the roster where it's like 
you would be I would trust myself and my children with that guy. Absolutely. Right. But, there's there's But now it's just too late. Right. No, it's it's too like the, is, the development for this group, you can't go back. They've missed the stage. It's like you you have certain uh, benchmarks that you have to hit as you develop that makes you yes. a normal, you know, functioning social human being. And sometimes people miss them and they end up with different things. They've missed their window. There is no going back with this group. The only hope that you have is that by the time that Greenway and Cunning and all them get to the age of Parisian suitor, that this is a completely different organization with a different trajectory. I do think it's very important for those two, though, that you do remove current players from their group. Yep. Like, I, I agree, don't want, but they seem like, like good I, leaders. I think they are, but I don't yeah. want to attempt it. Right, yeah, that's agree. fair. I I agree, but I think I think, I think Cunning right. has a real chance at I think a C. He's a I think yeah. he. Yes. I think they both but have real wanna, chances, but, but they have to be the first ones. And there's no reason for them to see or, or be in this environment for very long. Or or like for their games to be tempered, saying Cunning, we're going to keep you on the fourth line because yes. he's he's not even playing better than you, but because he is who he is, and that might be frustrating. Absolutely. Four years from now, he needs a new contract. and He doesn't want to be here anymore. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's no, this positive. Is very simple. You start to. The process yep. just needs to start. Yep. 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 And they just start the process. Not start the process. It. Start the process. They need a rebrand. Okay. They need go. a rebrand. I think I think that's the name of the episode. Start the process. I just think I think you've jumped the shark when the Red Wings Bertuzzi gets a hat trick on Saturday and yeah. someone throws an octopus on oh, that was our great. ice. Wow, I loved it. I loved it. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was fantastic. I, 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 I had ice. fun figuring out if that was actually Todd Bertuzzi or his son, which actually ended up meeting, being his nephew. Nephew, yes. Nephew. Yep. Yes. But I was like, Todd is Bertuzzi. he still playing? Because he was. it wasn't that long ago that he actually was. Todd's so. got to be 40-something now, right? Oh, yeah. He's 40s? Up, yeah. Probably yeah, 40. For sure. He has to be mid-40s. All right. All right. Well. You got work to do. Are we done? Yes, I think, I think we so. Are. All right. Say All right. bye. Bye. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.